It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. It is Calgary Underground Film Festival this week, so we will be breaking a little bit from our normal and talk a whole lot more independent film, even more than usual. What? Plus a couple of current releases as well. I'm here with... uh, Hey, Bryce. Hey, my name's Bryce, that's right. And the other guy? And I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. Hey, Jim. And the man who single-handedly is keeping Cuff afloat, it's the Merman, wow. hey, Murray. And the volunteers, so I forget them. Yeah, and, and the, volunteers. the volunteers. But they're all looking up to you, Mur. That's yeah, right, well, as they should. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Ooh. Thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at Film... No, that's not it. That's our email address and our website. But no, you can go We're to buy me... That's right. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And you know what? We're going to do it because we're whores. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie planned? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Good news. There is a Liam Neeson movie. Fuck me now and then bury me in a grave. (laughs) We got no time for streaming this week. No, streaming. You know what? I had to dance at the theaters the other day because I just haven't had enough dancing on our podcast. Mm. But we went to the cinemas before we went to, or during Cuff, actually. Squeezed it all in. Yeah, we did. The 16 movies we watched at Cuff, (laughs) plus these two movies. Yeah, plus these two. But they were two major releases that need to be. I can't. We really need to stop doing these. This is what happens when you podcast in the morning. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that anymore. This is just not good. Uh, let's try it again. Take two. We saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. Massive, massive. Nicolas Cage stars as Nick Cage in this charming bit of cinema. That's concept carries it through the first two thirds, but the unbearable weight of stretching what should be a 15 minute comedy sketch starts to buckle and collapse in the last third of the film. The first two thirds are a lot of fun with Cage being Cage and Pedro Pascal shining in the role of one of Cage's biggest fans. The hijinks that ensue 
It's fun at first, but tiresome by the end. Some of the characters are wasted and underdeveloped, such as Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz as CIA agents. Although, as per usual, Neil Patrick Harris was pure gold as Agent, agent Richard Fink. Solid gold. There are moments of brilliance in with this, and there's also an epic bromance and plenty of laughs, but then you get a little silly some silly car chases and explosions and the film starts to spiral a little during its final act. I loved much of this film, but I was also annoyed by enough of it that this potential Mondo was relegated to a meh. Nick Cage, you. Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Well... This is the Nick Cage as himself, being the best Nick Cage that Nick Cage can be as himself, Nick Cage. Which also makes him so mesmerizing and so Nick Cage. But who did he play in the movie? And there are so many great Nick Cages that he plays, including from the classic Valley Girl, Nicky, to the LSD Nick, to all the faces of Nick we know and love. This film has all of them. All the moments that this movie doesn't take itself seriously are fantastic. I really wish it stayed that way for the entire film. But instead, we got a buddy action film plot and it kind of destroyed the awesomeness and left me feeling like I was watching the unbearable weight of not great action tropes. This, the whole, as you had already alluded to, the whole CIA part of the story was done very badly. And the only good part was getting to see our girl Tiff get shot. But of course, that chapter closes and no real wrap-up. And then, of course, we get corny Hollywood endings, which are always annoying. Nick Cage, you still got it. And I feel are still mesmerizing for life. But the action flick that we got to watch that is supposed to be an unbearable weight of massive talent was just an unbearable weight of massive meh. Yeah. Mer, what'd you think? Huh, okay. Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. I was expecting more Nicolas Cage and less, you know, action movie Nicolas Cage. (laughs) It just, yeah. um, Started off great. And like I said, the character Nicky, which I actually found out interview they did with him is based on him and some crappy British talk show when he was first starting out where he was like being ridiculous. You know, like those Japanese talk shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the one from Lost in Translation. He was doing all kinds of weird stuff on it. And yeah. he like ripped his shirt off. And I'm like, it was like over the top Nicolas Cage from like. Yeah, the one the where game. he does the high kick and goes, yeah. Yeah, the high kicks. Yeah. yeah. That, he did, that, did all that on the talk show, which he says what he based Nicky on. Oh, okay. And then, of course, he also came up with the ingenious idea to have Nicolas Cage make out with Nicky. Nice. Like, Nicolas Cage is a great kisser. You tell him that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was okay, but yeah, it where it, it kind of stopped becoming him making fun of himself, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, and it became he basically was trying to become the action star for real. It's like no, he's still just an actor. Like he's trying to do real action star stuff at the end of the movie, and he's still just supposed to be an actor. So whatever. But yeah, the ending was a little predictable. But yeah, it was a meh. There's there's so many great nick moments in this film like there's gonna be like gifs and 
and memes off this for like life because you know there's so many good bits in this oh the trailer made it look hilarious but those bits were some of the only funny ones yeah like it it was it was almost like two separate movies i found yeah it was halfway through when it got serious i'm like okay this is not the movie i thought it would be and and i know we kind of danced around a little bit but that the whole fact of them putting in these little character actors, but then they didn't really complete any of their stories. No, they didn't. They didn't, they didn't really give them any justice no, at I, all. I, I could have used like another, I don't know, twenty-five minutes of him still being in in Hollywood with Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, let's develop something. And, there. Oh, and, and have more Tiffany Haddish. I was and Ike uh, doing re- stuff. really upset. Neil Patrick Harris didn't play Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, or an absurd version of like, yeah, like, like why like couldn't Harold Kumar or something? Like, yeah, like, like why couldn't he have been but actually he was, but he was just, just some, his friend? But he was some boring agent guy. I mean, did, uh, he was fine. I I really actually enjoyed his performance as the oh, boring he's, agent guy. He could have been better he was, though. Uh, he's kind of I had no problem. He's kind of great in everything he does. Oh, he is. It. But like I said, he, his part his MPH his part could have been a lot more outrageous to fit with a movie, but it wasn't. Yeah, well, I think that that's where it got bogged down it needed to stay outrageous well you needed nick to be outrageous and everybody else to not that way nick nick uh, you know that way became highlighter on his his persona so he became the unbearable weight of massive talent Mm. that should have been you can't you can't have someone in there trying to outshine nicholas cage there's no one number one it's not gonna work yeah it's gonna fall flat anyways unless he's in a movie potentially with Dennis oh, Hopper. Having said that, Pedro Pascal is the sort of straight man in this relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. so good. I'm actually super impressed with Pedro Pascal. Yeah, we got to uh, watch for, more. For a guy that I didn't really know existed a few years ago, he just, everything he does, it's like, wow, he's spot and we're, on we're just ignoring. Wonder, I think we're going to have to. We're ignoring Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, he was, he wasn't, he, he wasn't the reason that was bad. Well, <laughs> but the character was one of the reasons why it was <clears> bad. But oh, we're really? not, but oh, we're yeah. not. I was fine with that. He's not going to make an undoubted list anytime soon. But oh, yeah. he he could great he could grow himself to well, be that, mesmerizing. That was a cash grab, so I can guess forgive him for that. But whatever. I don't know. I don't. No, he was already right, right cash grabs. No, right that's unforgivable. It's but unforgivable. I, I, I thought I thought his character in that was fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Murray didn't like you that. Need, character. You need to watch it again then. No, he no, doesn't. I really don't. It, it may be in the, end up in the dare bag. Oh, I guess we're not allowed to do that. It was like one of the worst. <laughs> We've super already talked about ever. that movie. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what we also saw? Uh, I don't else. remember. We saw the North Man. Oh yeah. Separately. Yeah. Oh well. You didn't. You two see this together? We did. Accidentally. Yeah. Accidentally, they I, saw it together. I walked together. into the theater. I said, hey, it's the merman. It's the merman. Yeah, that, that, that was a day. I'll go I'll go see if he'll let me sit beside him. And he did. Aw, did you oh, guys yeah. cuddle a little bit? No, I wanted to. But you know what? I was actually very impressed that he sat with me in almost the front row. I sat down and what? I figured he was going to snuggle up right beside me, but he likes put a space well, between I us. Ha- I had my pies. I had to leave room for them. <laughs> He's got to <laughs> leave room for pies. So, yes, we saw The Northman. And as with most Robert Eggers films, the dark atmosphere and music mix so well to weave you into a tale both mystical and mythical. The sound was deep and penetrating. Yeah. Mm, who doesn't love penetrating? Throughout the entire film, uh, through the tribal drumming to the folktale camp songs to the ever-present enveloping and surrounding sound, this film is visual and dark and breathtaking. The film itself has a tribal, almost savage feel, and we get let into a world of 900 AD, Iceland, and Norway. The acting is all fantastic in the story of avenging one's father, freeing one's mother, and killing one's uncle is very, very 
very, 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 very slow to get to a climax well worth waiting for. Great cameos by Bjork and Willem Dafoe as witches and couldn't have been cast any better. I had a few problems with some of the consistency of Skarsgård character's strength and uh, in some of the middle of the film, there was some bogging down, but overlooked it as I had already felt deeply invested in his need for avenging his father, freeing his mother, and killing his uncle, which he reminds us of in a chant every so often just to make sure that we don't forget. Also, I had some issues with accents all the way through, but they moved between English and Icelandic so often I was like, hmm, whatevs. We get lots of blood, love, sex, violence, and some pretty drugged out dream sequences, which were very pleasant to view. All in all, it was a really good Scandinavian revenge period piece. Mondo, I loved it. It was long and it was good and it was slow and it was dark and it was Eggers. So it was awesome. It was Mondo. What'd you think? Northman, the Northman himself is now going to speak on the Northman. Joy gasm. All right. Is the word I described. Did you did your crotch film. come out of this movie a little no, wet? No, but I was in pure bliss the whole movie. All right. As you know, I am of Scandinavian heritage and I like everything Scandinavian. Okay, so is this going to inspire you now to go see some other Robert Eggers movies cuz I don't think you're going to like those I ones as much. Don't know who he is to be honest. I went for the Skarsgård, who is my second favorite, second favorite Skarsgård. Second? His dad is the OG. Oh, the old, old. His dad's the OG. Oh, the OG, yeah. That's about the only issue I really had. Much as I love Ethan Hawke, his dad should have played his dad. There you go. Because he would have done a much better job. Plus, he actually speaks multiple languages, as his son does. Damn. But, but he's too old for the role. Oh. No. For his Whatever. dad? Ethan Hawke's no spring chicken either. <laughs> he's a lot younger than <laughs> what else? Uh, I did love Nicole Kidman, though. Obviously, she's not of Scandinavian. She's an and her accent isn't and great. the age thing, but whatever. I mean, they did obviously they must have did some CGI at the beginning because she played the same character throughout. But mm -hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, it's not a new story. It's a very old one. In fact, a lot of the old Norse mythology stories were, you know, origins for stuff like. Hamlet. This is basically the Hamlet story. Yep. Before Hamlet was written. Well, isn't Hamlet also Danish? Yes. So he's kind of of the same descent. There you go. But no, it's a you know, classic tale. It's revenge. You know, you killed your father. You have to get revenge. Mary, it's it's not actually. It's avenging your father, avenging, freeing whatever, your mother, whatever, and killing your uncle. Yeah, exactly. Get it right. Exactly. Anyway, no, the the action was great, and I love the. The whole farming aspect, because people think of Vikings as just conquerors, but they are farmers. They when they're bitch slapped and told to go well, live on a farm, they well, do it. That that I was like, okay, really? This guy, you know, basically killed his dad, and then, of course, the most awesome King Harold of Norway bitch slapped this guy and yeah. put him on a farm with that's like, right with like half a dozen slaves. I'm like, ah, yeah. yeah, he still thought he was all that. I'm like. You're a farmer, dude. You're not a lord of anything. Like, whatever. He was lord of that farm. I would have killed him in the first 10 minutes, but that's just me. Yep. Uh, no, I thought it was freaking awesome. Of course it was a Mondo. All right. Lots of action. Yeah, it was dark and it was slow, but yeah, go see it. it you stayed awesome. awake through the whole thing, so I totally I'm impressed. Did. Yeah. And for that, that reason why I saw it with Bryce is we had a snowstorm here that day. <laughs> 
which grounded me, had to leave my car in a parkade and take the train. Nice. So I ended up going to Bryce's favorite theater. His well, least yeah. favorite Met theater. Up with them there. <laughs> his well, least favorite go. theater, the one right beside his house. One beside hate, his house. I hate that theater. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was awesome. All right. It was Mondo. Bryce, what do you think of Robert Eggers' newest addition to his? Yeah. The Northman. Visually stunning. Technically proficient. Well acted. Music was great. I appreciate. I really can't talk you this morning. You should not talk at all. I appreciated much of this. I just didn't love it. What? And I was expecting to love it. Eggers is a master filmmaker with yep. his two previous films leaving permanent scars on my brain. With The Witch and The Lighthouse, Eggers showed that he is a director that is uncompromising in his vision. And while The Northman is great on many levels, it pales in comparison to his previous two efforts. Perhaps my opinion of this film is a bit of a casualty to my lofty expectations, but I genuinely feel as though this was a step backwards for a director that is on his way to being undoubted. This film was very good. I liked it a lot, but I expected so much more. The Northman was an epic spectacle, but ultimately Eggers has become a victim of, of his own brilliance, and I cannot help but compare it to his previous two works, which makes this a very high math. Okay, so what did you have the most problems with? Because I, I got to admit, like, I was actually debating, it was, like, because I sit, was sitting in math at certain parts in the film, but the way that it progressed, even to the ending, I thought the ending was done amazing. And Anna Taylor-Joy was done so well. The ending was, was so okay. Well. It was perfect. It was, it was, no, it wasn't perfect. It was too it, slick, and it wasn't, I just, it just left me... Okay, so is it is it? And okay. there was so much more going on with his previous two films. This was well, so it, linear that I just like, I don't know. Well, and I think maybe that his this this film is very much more of a mainstream project, and both the Lighthouse and the Witch are both things that mainstream cinema is not necessarily going to jump on board with. True, right? As I say, it was very, very, very good. But it's just when when my expectation, like I heard Eggers is coming up with a new film. Oh yeah, I was jumping out of my skin with excitement, mm -hmm. and then I sat down and watched it, and it was good. But it's no witch. It's not witch. It's a different movie. It's no lighthouse. It's a completely different movie. It's a completely different movie, and it pales in comparison to those two films. Uh, I don't know. I it think was it's okay. I liked it a lot. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, blame anybody for loving this movie. I get it. There's a lot to love. It's just not as good as what I was expecting from this guy. Especially Bjork. You know what? If, uh, I don't know, name, name an average director out there. <laughs> Michael Bay. No, that's, no, a, no. that's a terrible yeah. director. Michael Bay's version of this would just have me absolutely crying. Just, you never, yeah. we, you probably wouldn't have got to see it. No. Um, David Mamet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if someone else was, was making this, I probably would have appreciated more. And it, as I say, he's, he's a bit of a, a victim of his own brilliance because and, his first two films, like literally I have scars on my brain that will never heal because of this guy. So basically and you're now, a victim of your own self is what you're telling I'm us. I'm watching this. Yeah, it was okay. It was great. It had great moments. It was. It's gonna. It's gonna come back and haunt you. I it's think it's not gonna haunt. The me. visuals are gonna come back. Not like those other two films. I don't know. 
So it was good. I liked it. It was a it was a high man. I don't but really need was, a movie to haunt me. I just want to enjoy it. Oh, I love movies haunting me. I don't. I oh, want yeah. this one to haunt me for a while. I want to wake up screaming in the middle of the night, like which <gasps> happened with those <gasps> other two movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Ah, and this well, one, I was like, eh, it was good. I like. Apparently, it. we're still telling people go see this movie. Yeah, go see it. It's visual. The music is fantastic. And, and hey, the acting by everybody except for Nicole Kidman is great. If you didn't see great. his first two previous works, because those are just see this one before if you haven't seen yeah, exactly. the other two. You'll warm yourself up. Yes. I think the lighthouse is his best. Oh, yes. Was Will Defoe in that one too? Yep. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't in this one enough. Should have been more. No. And, more, Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy was in the first. Uh, yeah, oh, in, the witch, in The yeah. Witch. Yeah, I'm liking her more and more and more. I see her. I, I'm in love with her now. She's awesome. So probably a little creepy because I'm old and she's so yeah, young. Yeah. But I'm still you. in love with her. I like her a lot, but I, I don't love her. Hmm. Oh, you know what that song means? I have no idea. What does it mean, Jim? It means cough, cough, cough. Is Freddy or Jason cuff. around the corner? Cough. Is that the cuff. Calgary Underground Film Festival? Cough. It might be. I think I've heard of it. Cuff. Is that going on? When's that going to happen? Cough. Oh. Might be cuff. soon. Cough. Cough. And you can find Calgary Underground Film Festival at calgaryundergroundfilm.org. They are our favorite festival they on are. the universe. They are. And. You know, we are we are we are probably the most blessed people on the planet. Even though we don't get a lot of other films that are released come to our city, we have probably the two best film festivals of any city that exists on the planet. Cool. Arguably. I I've never been to any other one, so Yeah, but we know what other cities we have. Know, it. We know, we've looked at their lists and we know yeah, what they've shown. That's yeah. right. There's some, so, some similarities. So I mean, we're pretty lucky. That's we're all. Oh, we're say. lucky. So you know, we we crammed through 16 movies already, and we felt it'd be too tough to bring them all out. Plus, there was a couple that we didn't love a lot, so we don't want to bring too much light on the darkness of Cuff. We want to bring to the to the light the, what is amazing in Cuff, and and we are going to have some probably disagreements on what our top five are, but um, ultimately, the message we want to get across is that people go check out Cuff's website. And also support local um, film festivals because there's a lot of stuff that comes out of there that's amazing that you wouldn't get to see when you just go see another Marvel movie. It, there's stuff in here that's going to, as Bright said, scar your mind for life. And and it's worth it, Murray, to get yeah. your mind scarred for hey, life. Uh, believe me, the few movies I've seen have scarred me for life. Nice. Well, why don't you start? Did you have anything that you can put in your top anything of favorite movies that you've seen? Uh, well... Uh, people may not know I actually am with Cuff at the moment. I'm actually the person in the booth putting the movies on. So as such, I don't have a lot of time to watch them. But you did get to see some. You got to see I the opening gala. I saw the opening gala yep. thing, duel. Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, I like Karen Gilliam, though I felt like it was kind of just an extension of her character from the Marvel Universe. It was this, hmm. like the only thing that was missing was robotic arms because she was very... I don't know. He's lost me. What is I, he talking about? I don't want to say flat. It's just like she had, like, she's very emotionless, her whole character. Yeah, that was the whole movie, But that's though. the same character she is in the Marvel movies. Is she like Black Widow? Who is she? She's the blue chick. Oh, the what? Oh. The blue one. From, uh, the blue one. With the body Gardens parts. of the Galaxy. With the body parts. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. You Guardians of the Galaxy? You didn't know that that was her? I don't even know what we're talking about Anyway, right now. just saying, it's basically The main actress character. in Duel. But yeah, it had some good funny moments and the whole idea of like, you know, building yourself a clone. But it's like, really, when you're dead, who gives a crap about your loved ones? Like, why would you, why would you care what they what? think? What? Barry? Especially her. She has a mother she basically hated. What are you doing? Bryce and I are going to be dead without you. Why would she like leave a clone for her mother who basically hates her anyway? FYI, I'm going to clone you. When uh, you probably I've already should. got you samples of your semen, your blood, sure your you urine, do. your feces, sure the you inside do. of your cheek. When you fall asleep, what do you think I'm doing? Anyway, no, it was a good idea. Um, I really didn't like the ending, though. All right. I just didn't at all. So, yeah, it was a meh, but it was one of the all right. better movies I've seen from Cuff. So that's uh, that's pretty much the only movie you're, well, you're going to bring to light? Well, I that one on was it, Sunday night that I thought would be a good horror movie, and it just it confused the crap out of me. I know. I know. That Dawn breaks, breaks behind, behind eyes. Eyes or whatever. I mean, so I, good. And I actually I tested it, so I actually saw bits and pieces of it. But the, the one piece that I saw that stayed with me, it's like, okay, this is really creepy and gross. Uh, and then yes. the rest of the movie kind of wasn't. It was, just, it was like a drug trip. Yes. Like, oh, my it God. Was. Without having to partake. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to give it a rage, but it's like it definitely wasn't for me. That was not my kind of film. Hmm. And All right. yeah, I have no time to see anything else. So hmm. Well, there you up. go. You guys are up. Maybe we'll be lucky enough in our part two of Cuff for Murray to have streamed some stuff. We'll, we'll see. Bryce, you want to give your top five? I got an honorable mention, too, so if you want to throw one in. I don't have an honorable mention. I guess my honorable mention would be the one that Murray just talked about. Dawn Breaks Before the Whatever. Dawn Breaks Behind the Eyes. That's what it was called. All right. That'll be my honorable mention. It okay. was good. I liked it. I know. Okay, so my top five thus far for the Calgary Underground Film Festival, and we're pretty much at the halfway point. Uh, number five... Freak scene, the story of Dinosaur Jr. Doc was not particularly well made. It's loud. But the interviews with Jay make up for many of the of its flaws. You This pushed you all the way to a mondo? This no, was, it did not. Oh, there, it's my were, top five of the festival. Okay. It was a high... It was a, no, it was there a were man. interviews. All, all I saw was guys screaming into microphones. Nice. There's lots of interviews. And I, Jay was... I must have missed that part. Jay and the uh, dude that was trying to tell us how it all came together and... Anyways, uh, number four, Saloom. Dark ancestral forces unleash hell in this African action horror film. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Jim fell asleep, so he probably, I did. it's probably not going to be in his top five. No, it but is not. All that defense, noise, you fell asleep. He was tired. You fell asleep with all that noise? <laughs> with all the demon things it was cool uh, it was i cool. woke up during the demon thing i was like hey what's this now now we get to the th it was it was a high man now we get to the three movies that i loved uh number three sundown a brilliant performance really? from tim roth makes this an experience that should not be missed this was so good so well paced i loved this movie it's did not it did not make my top five no right? i don't imagine it did and the it, parts i saw I'm like okay it's like an hour of him sitting is, on the beach drinking beer. It's not <laughs> it's just a, an hour of him. It's basically a slacker. It's not a slacker it's a, movie. It's a middle-aged slacker oh, film. For crying and then there's, in a bucket. then there's crap happening at the last ten minutes. That kind of like that's oh, right. okay. That, too much. Too much happened at the end. That, that that's. Yeah, <laughs> this is why Bryce liked it. Is because nothing happens in it until the end, until the end and then, then it probably confused happens. him. But he still there liked it. <laughs> it was Mondo. Number two, Piggy. Slow-burning slasher of sorts that elevates the genre. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's so much to talk about, and Piggy. It, we'll it, talk it more about it, it when it, I talk about it, it. It is showing again, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Thursday afternoon. If you People who are listening to area. us, yes. if you have a chance, you got to see Piggy. Thursday afternoon at 4, I believe. There you go. All right. Uh, that brings us to the best film thus far at Cuff. Which might be my least favorite. I'm just saying it might be a prediction. But go ahead. Getting it back. The story of Simande. Oh, okay. That's not I right. had no intention of even going to this, but I had a slot to fill. And quite often when you got a slot to fill, you just stick something in it. Just Whatever stick something in it. Fill it up. What, fill it up. See what happens. Um, another one of these docs that leaves you asking yourself, how have I not heard of these guys until now? Better late than never. The film needs to be seen so that the music can wash over you and make your life a little better. You know what? It was... Okay, so I didn't put mine in any order. Unlike you, you like to rank things. I do like to rank things. I like to feel the the level of Mondo is all the same on these. But mine weren't all Mondo, so if I put Freak Scene at the top, that would be just lying to our listeners. That's true. I didn't have five Mondos. I I suspect I'm going to have nothing but Mondos from here on in, but... I... Okay, you're right. No... All nope. mine are Mondos, All that I'm telling you. Yep, except for my honorable mention, which was Wild Men, the Murray, the the, ma- the movie for Murray, yes, as I like to call I it. Wild Men, the the movie for Murray. It would, by the way, it would have made my top five if it wasn't for if the. If it ending. wasn't for the end, which is so is, freaking stupid. This is the that one it wrecked way. the entire movie for me. It was weird. It was. Mad. We can't we can't talk about the ending because because it, it's so dumb. It kind of it'll, destroys. It'll, it'll set me it off. It kind of destroys, a, but. Yeah, I love the fact that one thing in the movie can destroy the it movie. It was so stupid. Anyways, talk about it. it Sorry, was, I'm going to shut was, up. It was a little bad for sure. Um, if you're going to make a buddy road trip comedy heist film, the only way to do it is to make it in Denmark and put it in the mountains. This was so fun and funny and at the same time was super ridiculous. Everything was awesome. Kind of like that song. Although the ending was a little dumb, but I can forgive it because the rest of the movie was so completely awesome. It was. It was super. It was uh, super up until the last last seven five minutes. minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. It just Bryce's face at the end. I was just like, I wish I could have taken a picture of that. A picture so, of disappointment. It was because I loved this movie. I was like, this is Mondo, and then the, what? Why did you do this to me? Uh, Now I'm going to pick one off that Bryce absolutely hated, but I absolutely loved, which is we met in virtual reality. VR is nothing I ever understood or want to be a part of. And I keep asking myself all through this, what and how is this even happening? I found the doc interesting and it kept me entertained a very, very long time. I found this this actually fascinating that someone was able to go into virtual reality and make a movie that's a documentary about these people that live inside this world. On that level, I it's fascinating. It. His choice of, of people, people to focus on I, was not. I actually liked them too. I thought he, some he found some. Some of them were some, great. All the sign language stuff and like that it was, was that all was, great. That was one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Sign language and virtual absolutely. reality. And people teaching but classes. But then the rest of it got bogged down with like oh, idiots. awesomeness people who fell in love and got married in virtual reality. They had 
people you could take uh, yoga lessons or dance classes. I actually want to now join virtual reality. That's I was what just I think I want to do. Shaking my head back and forth through about eighty percent of this. But talk. it's mostly because and twenty percent of it was wonderful. You don't even have a phone, so that's why I do have a phone. It's right there. Oh, you plug it into the wall. It's plugged into he the wall. Doesn't have a walking around phone. No, I don't have one of them fancy walking. That's right. It's just a fad. Nobody's gonna have those it's in like five I years. I want to go buy some virtual reality glasses. That's what okay. I'm saying. All right. The other one I liked was Duel. Uh, this bone dry black comedy sci-fi flick had me laughing all the way through it. The acting was so dry, so, so dry and rigid. At first, it kind of bothered me, but as I got into the concept and the story, it just made me laugh even more. Imagine cloning yourself to replace yourself for when you die. Imagine all the awesome things you can do with yourself or... Try and kill yourself. Either way, this film was funny and gross and silly, and it was Mondo. And yes, the thing I'd be most excited about is having sex with myself. Mm -hmm. But that didn't happen. This was another victim of of, of their initial film being brilliant, and this one just paling in comparison. The art of self-defense is It's a great movie. It is. And this director was so... He made such a good film there, and this one is just not as good. It's great. I loved it. It is worth watching if okay. you've got some time to kill. It was Mondo. Uh, Piggy, as we've already mentioned. Piggy. You guys do love your First off, this. don't tease people because it's not cool. It's not. Don't, just don't do it. And it's a great twist on a slasher flicks. Yes. But Spanish style. With some good blood, suspense, and a complex teen finding herself. There's a lot of Piggy is awesome. Piggy is mind-bending. Piggy is fucking Mondo. It is. This movie is probably one of the only movie coming-of-age movies I've ever seen in my entire life where I have not... I have been so actually um, fascinated by the character that it's developing. Mm. This person is so unique and... I just couldn't couldn't get enough of her. The fact that she was both sexually attracted to this killer at the same time as repulsed by him was so fast. She was amazing. Yeah. This little this actress was amazing. The movie was very very good. It was. Um, don't break. Oh, Dawn breaks behind the eyes. Weird and wonderful homage to sixties and seventies Italian horror films with a dash of German sex party thrown in for good measure. It was good. Some amazing visuals and expect the unexpected. I freaking love this movie. This movie was not made for apparently Murray or no. Bryce, nah, but this movie was, was made one hundred percent for me. Yeah, I, I loved it. every single scene in it. It was a movie inside a movie inside of a movie it was. inside of a dream sequence inside of a drug induced. Fun time. I loved it, including a good old-fashioned dick ripping. So, yeah, yeah. That's the only part I remember from that movie. Yeah, it was well, so that's, good. That and, is a memorable part. And that did scar me for life. Yeah, see, there you go, Mer. And and you're going to remember that for life. Yes, and go. my last movie to talk about, which Bryce has already mentioned, is Getting It Back by Samande. Yeah. This movie was pure joy in music and doc form from the most humble and talented group of musicians. The secret password that is Samande is a cult. Yes. I want to join. And it's Mondo. I, I listened to Dove like five times this morning. That's 50 <laughs> minutes of Dove. Yeah. It's a 10-minute song. Yeah, you can't get and enough Dove. 
I just it's see for me it's bra back. It's, <laughs> bra's good, but Dove that's that's my Dove jam. is Dove tastic. It is. I love that song. You, so you got it in the mail already? No, nah, I listened to it on YouTube. Oh, I couldn't wait. Yeah, he or, he he got home at whatever midnight. Yeah, and, and I, decided and ordered to it immediately to order it. It's that's that's the sign of a good documentary, <laughs> a music yeah. doc. If it's someone I've never heard of, yeah, and. When the when the closing credits are running, I'm thinking, oh, I got to go home and order like everything that these guys see. Have I, ever made. During the movie, I downloaded it so I could listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, so good, man. So yeah, good. I, you know what? It's it, it. It this is what's interesting about it. This movie kind of is a similar movie to Finding Sugarman. Oh, but, but it's completely different because I love, I love how you say Sugarman like he's like like it's a Jewish fellow. Yes, yeah. Sugarman. Sugarman. Okay. Whatever. Sugarman. Sugarman. Good old Mr. Sugarman. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I found the similarities very interesting, yet this is the start of hip-hop. Yeah. So it's kind of like like to think that they... that they And I mean, they only I, went over to U.S. I had like, no idea what we were going to when we went to... I thought it was about some rapper yeah, called, <laughs> called, you know, Salamander or... Simander. Simander. Salamander. Cyanide, like that other guy made the mistake. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't know what his name is. Just some rap... No, that's not what it's about at all. In fact, <laughs> they didn't even do any Jim's rap. like, what's this about? I, I don't know. I think it's about some rapper. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know why we're here. This is going to be terrible. And and, then, and it was the best. Yeah, you know what? I would say, okay, if I had to rank anything, no, I would still say, I would say Dawn Breaks Behind the Eyes is yeah, my favorite. Yeah, you've probably got Dawn. You've probably got Piggy, Piggy in this yeah. real close. Yep, and I, I would say. That. Yep. As did I. Yeah, well, ultimately what we're trying to say, people, is if you, the movies we're talking about, we'll have them... Um, somehow listed in our show notes i guess that we talked about maybe somehow some of them will be streaming yeah some the of them will be streaming weekend. i don't know which ones they may be geo-blocked for a few provinces the, yeah, area, but yeah. for those of you our u.s listeners who we have a lot more u.s listeners than canadian listeners look for these movies as they come out and On it's interesting um i know this is a little bit of a All sidebar but one of our movies we saw at our previous festival is now being released this weekend uh, into small uh, run theaters, uh, which is the sadness by our boss. It's Ron. not. That's not true, Jim. It's what? actually being released into major theaters, but it's a two night event. Oh, get your. You're telling me. Oh yeah, I know all about this. Apparently, you don't. Apparently, it's a two night event. It's Friday and Saturday night. Yes, and that's it. So you uh, got two it. nights to see it. But you can see it Here. at your local Cineplex or major. Yeah, but it's only select theaters. Select it theaters. is only select theaters, but it's. But it's at for the two major days. theaters. It's for two days. There you go. And it is it is one of their... Oh, you're th- saying it's not like small independent theaters. No. Right. Okay. Which is what you just said. But I was wrong. Anyway. Because I knew it was fact, a I guarantee it's not pay, playing at any independent theaters. Because it's... Because it's, it's too popular now. The, yeah, sure. <laughs> at any rate. But the point I was trying to make yeah. was that um, yeah. with these movies that we're actually talking about... Not all of them are going to make it there. Yeah. No. Right? So Sometimes you're gonna you got to ex- seek them out. Seek them in the film festivals, or they might make it to some of the streaming sites, but uh, see some of these great movies. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and there are uh, still absolutely. two full days of the festival left if you are in the... Two full days of in-theater, and then yes. another and three then, of streaming. Yes, and then one special one on the Friday. Oh, yeah, special Friday There's night. A, yep. With Marcel Deschel, which... With shoes on. With yeah, shoes on. I don't know. 
Some YouTube thing. I don't know. So next it's, week. It's going to be great. So next week, we're going to be talking more about Cuff. We might have another new release coming out, uh, which we may be able to squeeze in. We may or may not be back to our old agenda. So stay tuned next week because next episode is going to be a surprise slash crapshoot. You never know. You just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Never know. Wow. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, the extended Film Rage family, who you can find on our show nights. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. And also, check out all of our reviews on our review page because there's a shit ton of them. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, please, just make us rage. That's it for this week. On our cuff episode, Rage On! Rage On!